Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Thursday the 26th of May. The minutes of the last US Federal Reserve meeting didn't really tell economists anything they didn't already know. But then, economists are omniscient. We just disguise the fact a lot of the time. There was support for a half percentage point increase at the June and at the July meetings. And thereafter, there's a sense that policy will be tightened, but not at a frightening pace. That is consistent with the idea that there might be a pause in the tightening to assess the impact of the policy changes already conducted. And it's certainly consistent with the slower pace of interest rate increases after the initial flurry of excitement. It's now down to the markets to start paying more attention to what they're being told by policymakers and perhaps to calm down a little. Meanwhile, as the US tightens policy, China has been moving to ease policy, fiscal rather than central bank on this occasion. Chinese Premier Li warned on the risks to growth yesterday, urging that more be done to resume domestic economic activity. China's challenge this year was always getting the domestic economy to play a larger role, as international demand for goods was slowly normalising. The restrictions related to COVID, while less severe than the lockdowns of two years ago, have made that more difficult, as the restrictions have clearly fallen harder on the domestic economy than on the export sector. In the United Kingdom, Chancellor Sunak is preparing to announce a windfall tax on energy companies to fund assistance for consumers facing higher energy bills. There are some global implications from this. Windfall taxes are going to be a thing, not just now, but in the future across different sectors. Single issue politics is on the rise, courtesy of social media and the decline of political parties. Windfall taxes, along with targeted regulations, are a politically attractive response to single issue politics. They are targeted, they are dynamic, so it looks like politicians are doing something, and they feed a sense of punishment, as single issue politics is normally a campaign against something. There is a question as to how consumers are going to be assisted in this process, Subsidising income leaves the high prices and higher inflation therefore still in place. That doesn't lower inflation, but it may encourage consumers to greater fuel economy while helping out with the income side of things. Lowering prices possibly removes the incentive to lower consumption of fuel, but it does lower inflation, and lower inflation reduces the government's spending costs by lowering the inflation-linked costs governments face. On the data calendar, there are revised GDP numbers for the first quarter from the United States. Data is being revised more and more often, generally speaking, and it's more and more dramatic in terms of the revisions. But the consensus for revisions does tend to cluster around the initial data release. The deflator figures, as broad inflation measures, may attract some attention but the April personal consumer spending and core personal consumer spending deflators are due tomorrow. And with the expectation of a March peak in inflation, it's the April numbers that are most likely to attract attention.
That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the global wealth management business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.